Welcome to the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And now, your host, Heather Newman. Hello, everyone. Here we are again for another Mavens Do It Better podcast, where we interview extraordinary experts who bring a light to our world. And we have a light right in front of us. He is, oh my God. <laughs> Travel Maven, a tech Maven, digital Maven, so many Mavens, uh, SharePoint Maven, I would say as well. <laughs> My dear friend and colleague, Joel Olison. Hello. Hi. Hey, it's so great to be here, Heather. <laughs> Thanks so much for uh, reaching out. <laughs> uh, you're so welcome. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Joel and I have known each other a really long time. Um, we've both been kicking around in the SharePoint community since the beginning. Since um, the beginning, seriously. Yes. <laughs> since <laughs> so it was a community. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and before. <laughs> yes, yes. For about, gosh, 18, 19 years. I think you were in it before I was because you we were doing stuff way back. So Yeah, yeah. And yeah. In fact, I can tell you just real briefly that yeah, do. I was hired after the dot-com bust. Yeah. Um, I was working at a company... And, uh, it was, it was called, um, XO communications. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 And they were laying off the contractors. Oh, okay. <laughs> and yeah. so I was like, Ooh, what's going to happen here? Yep. And, uh, so I, I put, I put my feelers out and one of the companies who called me back was Microsoft. And I had actually been in Redmond. And at the time I was actually in Texas. Okay. And so right. this idea of going back to, to, to the mothership, going back to Redmond was kind of an exciting opportunity. Right. And uh, this call was from IT. Okay. And uh, to make a long story short, they recruited me and I went up to, to Redmond saying, Hey, it's a free trip. Even if they, if, even if it's not right, let's go check it out. Yeah. And to make a long story short, I, uh, I accepted the offer and, uh, that, that, that offer was through the course of that interview. It even started off being an exchange conference server role. Oh, wow. If anybody even remembers that product, <laughs> we still <laughs> use some historical context. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I think, cool. yeah, yeah. That was, that was way before Skype, you know, that was, yeah. um, so anyway, that, that team was like, well, we need, we need the collab person. Right. In fact, this this messaging and collaboration team right. didn't have any collab people. So I was kind of this first collab oh. hire Okay, in Max is what they called it. It was like this group within IT at Microsoft. Sure. And what was happening actually was the, the, the team that would be later called SharePoint <laughs> yeah. called um, Office Web Server and Tahoe. These were two different teams. They really didn't even think that they related to each other. Right. They're both doing document management, essentially, mm -hmm. uh, in different ways. One, the office team, one, this kind of portal team. Right. And uh, they needed IT to host what they were working on. Right. And so I was this IT hire to go take that beta code. It wasn't even beta. It was alpha code. <laughs> that they were running, running underneath <laughs> their desks. Um, you know, Jeff Teeper always talks about the server under his desk. I absolutely was that guy who helped bring that into the Redmond data center wow. and help, help get that going. So yeah. That's amazing. Back, back in December of 2000. Wow. Yeah, that's... So it'll, seriously, it's going to be 20 years this, this year. Yeah. Right. I know 20 that's... years. It's the way back. Yeah. And I know you worked with my business partner, Simi and Kathy back in yes. the day. Um, it was back. one of the first guys I met actually yeah. at Microsoft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Absolutely. And then um, just to point of fact, when I got hired, I was 2001 and um, my first job was doing the first 125 case studies for SharePoint portal server and SharePoint team services back in the day. And I think you all remember, I tell this story a lot, but I did go and try to delete one, but I deleted all of them. You're not the only one. <laughs> I know, right? But where's the where was the undelete button? Like seriously, y'all, yeah, come yeah. on, you know. One but, of the one of the <laughs> things I first learned was how to attach databases because okay. um, Sam Crudson, who some people may know, okay. deleted the portal, and I had to work on restoring it. <laughs> That's worse than what I did. How to, how to restore MSW? <laughs> <laughs> wow! That yeah, was crazy. I know yeah. it was it was Lonnie Lippold, Bill. Mm, there was another fella and then Simeon were in the lab and I was like, ah, so yeah. So that was a funny point of fact, but yeah. So, yeah. and then, you know, I think from that getting the moniker SharePoint Joel as well. 
as part yeah, of yeah 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 so that that sharepoint joel thing really was you know talk about personal brand yeah this right. was a time where i these these this idea of blogging um was was out there and i actually created this thing on msn spaces <laughs> way back in the day oh wow 2004 2005 i think it was and right. i started writing as if what i was working on meant something to somebody sure when i first started i didn't know whether it was going to mean anything to anybody and right. it was kind of just almost a journal or a log mm-hmm. and it actually started with people would email me and say hey you're running the it environment this customer has this question. Tell us about that. And I was sending so many emails back in those days. I'm like, you know what? If I actually write it once well and post it to my blog and then just send them a link, I'll have a reader. Somebody actually read my blog. And maybe what people are asking, other people have the same questions. Right. And it, it did. It kind of snowballed into yeah. my way of thinking about what I blog had a lot to do with what are the questions people are asking me. Right. And being able to kind of anticipate answers. And it really worked too. Like I started getting people on the street, you know, at conferences and stuff who would say, um, I've already checked your blog because one of my things was if you ask me a question, you need to make sure you've, you've searched my blog right. and you haven't found the answer. Yeah. And, uh, so that idea of sharing best practices and kind of connecting with the community was, was something I, I, I was really big in at the, at the, at the beginning for sure. Yeah. yeah. And definitely laid the groundwork for so many other folks to do the same, you know? So absolutely. You know, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to say, you know, I, I was first or whatever, but I, I absolutely feel like this is something where as people show patterns and we adopt those patterns, we all grow as a result. Absolutely. Well, and you know, other people have different perspectives than you or have specialties that are different than you. Right. And they're like, wait a minute he's doing it that way. Maybe I should do that way. And then we just build what this community that's giant and amazing. Some of my favorite blog posts or moments in blogging yeah. was taking a controversial position, uh-huh. getting it out there right. and then getting the reverberation from the community as to whether right. people like it or don't like it. Sure. And I actually think that boldness of saying, Hey guys, I don't think we should use custom site definitions. We should stop using custom site definitions. I think it actually started changing the behavior of the way that development even happened on the platform. Like it was that conversation in the community where it was like, Hey, you know what? Maybe he's right. But there were others who took the opposite position said, Hey, this is a dev platform and we're going to do it the way we want to. And as an (laughs) IT guy, I was like, this is the biggest headache upgrading these sites where people have done so much wacky, crazy stuff. Right. And here we are, you know, many, many years later and yeah. we're saying, Hey, you know what? Don't change the underlying stuff. Just work on top of it. And yeah. uh, things yeah. like that have, have just continued to carry on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it sort of was the beginning of, you know, the, the, the whole MVP community. And for those of you yeah. who are not in the tech world, but, you know, I talk a lot of tech and with tech friends, but you know, the MVP community, um, you're nominated, you're, you, you're, you're chosen. And then, you know, you are a community member that helps with a lot of the community events, but you're also a technical leader. And that is about also giving feedback to Microsoft. And so like Joel's, you know, yeah. So, and you're an RD as well as an MVP, right? That's right. Yeah. uh, Regional director. Yeah, Microsoft Regional Director. (laughs) So, you know, so that's something that um, has been going on for a long time. And then I I can't remember exactly when it happened a few years ago, but um, the whole concept of the user voice came out. And that's where we really, truly opened up. The Microsoft engineering teams opened up. uh, You can basically put into Bing any, um, you know, uh, Microsoft product and then user voice. And you can get to a place where you can look for and see if features or things that you want, um, or you can log them. And once you get, I think five votes it is, then it becomes an actual listing and you can vote things up. And so not, it's not only MVPs, but it's everybody and anybody, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and in fact, I think there's probably a couple of things to kind of seize on there is like, Every voice matters is a big yeah. one where mm-hmm. we, the product team is always asking for feedback yep. and 
while it may feel like the MVP's voices are amplified, mm-hmm. it's it's not the case, you know, um, there, well, it is, and it isn't, it's like when you're an MVP, it seems like you kind of have this little platform that Microsoft's built for you where there's a, there's a channel to be able to get feedback back to Microsoft. Right. But at the same time, that tech community is made up of all shapes and sizes and colors and, you know, the, the the more diversity in our community, the 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 better at yeah. being able to actually have a solid message that yep, we do need to do this. Everybody's saying it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's super fun, and yeah, it's it's great that you know Microsoft is one of a few companies that's open like that, and that's changed over the years too, right? You know, I think that's definitely with Satya Nadella and as a CEO, it's even more of that kind of give us the feedback and open platforms and. You know, and let me tell you one one thing that I think may even lead to further discussions, which yeah. is we as a community recognize we are a community mm-hmm. and we started doing I think it was through little parties you were organizing, actually, <laughs> but it was oh, like, yeah. hey, we're seeing the same people. We're seeing yeah. friends now at multiple events, um, whether it was, you know, tech eds back in the day or the yeah. SharePoint airlifts and the SharePoint conferences. Yeah. But right. we would see friends. And we would all go out after and it would be the after party and the after after party. And we would go until it's like, you know what? This city is all the way shut down. We're finding tater tots somewhere, you know, (laughs) (laughs) where's breakfast, right? Clover (laughs) grill. And those, those connections we made, I, I loved being able to say, hey, pay people, where are you going next? Yeah. Let's go plan something so that when we meet up at that conference, let's go do something after. Yeah. Let's not just hang out at the bar. You know, SharePoints are great, yes. which, which really was a great forming community thing. But our ability to say, hey, we're going to London, but when we go to London, we're actually going to go visit some communities in Croatia. Yeah. And then when the ash cloud happened, here's a group of us that are all kind of struggling together, trying to figure yeah. our thing out. Yeah. And we're traveling and seeing just things that blow our mind, you know, um, yeah. Just, yeah. here's, here's a group of people that technology is changing their world. And so when we go and speak at these conferences, we're changing lives, we're influencing people, we're inspiring people to, to help raise up their own communities. And then we're, we're essentially reaching our arms down and bringing them up. At yeah. this global level where they're they're amongst the leaders of this this great community and uh, i see it over and over and over again it's, it's yeah. So fantastic yeah i know i was talking to michelle gilbert um earlier today and talking about user groups and you know how important those are and you know those are once a month and many communities have those and how it's so great to get new members and also you know, your first speaking engagement, you know, like yeah. not, not everybody was a theater major, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and so, you know, or feels comfortable. And so being able to, you know, invite people and say, you know, like we want to hear your voice, you know, your voice is important and please get up and speak. And I, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's awesome. And when was your first speaking engagement? Do you remember? Do you remember the first time you got up and did a presentation? I remember one in particular when um, I'm sitting in my office in IT way back in the day. Yeah. And uh, my manager's manager comes in the office mm-hmm. in, in the room and he says to me, Hey, Joel, do you have a passport? And I was like, um, no, but I can get one. <laughs> and he's like, there's a bunch of IT folks in Europe who really need to learn SharePoint. And you're the only one that I know who knows okay. it. Right. And we want to put you on a plane to go train those guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I, I worked on this deck and started kind of putting together my knowledge and right. started laying it out. And for a week, I was in Paris for oh. a one hour session. Oh. <laughs> and I realized what have I been doing my whole life? This is the best part of my career. How do I do more of this? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that I, was kind of where both the travel started in a big way, but right. also yeah. where this idea of what I can do this and get paid. Uh, yeah. And like I'm out of the office and being able to see the world and yeah. the amazing people I'm connecting with. Right. And now I've got faces and connections all over Europe. It was just like a, a game changer and opened yeah. up my, my world. 
That's so funny. You know, another wonderful Joel in my life, Joel Fraunheim. Yeah. Joel, you know, Joel. Of course. I do know Joel. I worked for him uh, and he did the same thing. He was like, ah, oh, you know, I think you should go on this, this trip. And I was like, okay, what is it? And he's like, it's uh tech at Barcelona. And I was like, okay. And he's like, you're going to plan the whole thing. You're going to just take care of it. I'm not even going to go. I was like, wow. Okay. My first trip as well for Microsoft was going to, and I flew into Paris funnily enough, Wow. then end up driving all the way through Paris and Spain to get to Barcelona and back. And I was like, cause he was like, I would do that. I would just fly to Paris and then drive and did it. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> okay. You know what I was like? And I was bitten, you know, just like yeah. you, you and just like, this is possible. Well, you know, okay. I, and I, what's funny is I wonder if it was the same time. Like there was this Barcelona yeah. it forum thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I got chosen to speak. Wow. And I was like, Hey, let me, let me tweak my formula a little bit. Let me invite the family to come with me. Oh. And at the end of the conference, I'm going to rent a car yep. and we're going to drive to Rome. Ah, and amazing. Uh, this yeah. was before GPSs. This is oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apps, oh, you know, this yeah. is <laughs> my, mine was 2003 for sure. Yeah, 2003. Yeah. 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 We were so probably funny. both there. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Cause yeah, at that point I was running all of the shows for office and SharePoint kind of all over the world. So yeah, yeah for sure. And all world. Super fun. <laughs> I know it's so fun. We've come up together, mister. We it's absolutely fun. have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that, you know, we, we can talk tech all day long, but, um, I, I know speaking of travel, um, yeah. that, um, you have a travel blog and pictures and everything. And, you know, a lot of it has stemmed from, you know, what we just talked about traveling epic.com. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Traveling epic.com. Yep. And, uh, one, I want to know two things. I want to talk about the blog and all of that, but I also want to know, like, what is the first travel trip you remember? like from when you were a kid as well. Did you do any of that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So when I was a kid, my parents um, planned, my, my, my mom got this, um, she was working on a handwriting analysis thing and her graduation was in Chicago and I grew up in Idaho. Okay, yep. And they decided they were going to drive <laughs> to Chicago. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a big trip. And they had friends in St. Louis. And so they basically drove we drove as a family all the way to St. Louis yeah. and the kids stayed there with, you know, we stayed with our, okay. our family friends, like an right. Idaho family who'd moved to St. Louis and we yeah. stayed out with them as my parents drove the rest of the way to Chicago and kind of had their little thing in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. How old were you? I was probably 12. Okay. Something 12, 12 to 14, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, we also did a Columbia river one once, which okay. was like my first, trip to Washington we, we went across the bridge in Astoria oh, <laughs> and it was like hey I've been to Washington <laughs> yeah right it's like dip a toe in right yeah yeah yeah. Awesome. yeah I did a Denver trip from Illinois all the way back with my family when I was around the same age as you with my grandma and Aunt Mary and we had, we stopped at every rest area on the way yeah Which yeah we got there was one of those trips we did 7-Eleven <laughs> Slurpees like <Yes>. every day <laughs> <laughs> Because you can, because you're one thing to get to look forward to. My 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 grandpa had a camper shell on the back of a truck. And oh, cool. I don't know how legal it was, but we, you know, back in the day that yes. I think it's really blurry. And so a lot of us were back in the camper. Right, right. People were up in the front. Right. That's so awesome. So <laughs> so from from uh from Idaho to St. Louis, and then now you, how close are you to visiting every country in the world? Because I think you have. You're close. I, I you? am. Yeah, I'm closing in. So I have two outside of Africa. Um, next month, I finish four more in Africa, where I'll only have 20 left in Africa. Now, wow. Africa is so huge. There's over yeah. 50 countries. And so right. this idea of having 20, it'll be 20 countries total left um, mm -hmm. starting next month. Wow. And essentially, I've been doing, my goal has been to do about 10 a month. Okay. Or 10 a year. Sorry, like, 10 a year. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So basically, it, essentially, I do kind of have it planned out my next five trips where wow. I'll finish, um, finish the world next year. That is amazing. How many yeah. countries are in the world? 193 UN countries. That's and, right. And you, you could say that, you know, when you start adding voting members and all that, they're somewhere around 197. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. That's right. 
Yeah. That's unbelievable. And when did you kind of start that whole thing? I mean, I know you started doing it like you were talking about, you, you were going yeah. places and, and doing SharePoint, you know, and, and, and creating events. And, you know, I, I remember Antarctica and, you know, yes, like yes. other, you know, things that have been. So yeah, we tell everybody about that a little bit. Yeah. 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 So that, that, that Paris trip, which was yeah. my first overseas flight, you know, I, I didn't kind of hop across the border to Tijuana or hop right. across the border to Vancouver, but right. this was, you know, I'm in Europe. Uh, I'm in another continent. I'm in another country. Here's another huge, huge world. And that actually opened up my world where I was like, my whole life I'd wanted to go see the world, you know, go yeah. see things and ex right. explore. And this made it so accessible, like that one little trip mm. and which ultimately ended up in like one day in the city of Paris and realizing, you know what, I can do this. Yeah. Um, I, I now saw the economics of it. Like I could see how much I spent on my flight. I could see how much I spent in my hotels or whatever. And here I was, I decided right then and there, Every year I have a goal to go to a new country, one new country every year. Yeah. And pretty short it was, I want to finish. I want to go to, I want to finish the world by the time I'm de dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was, you know, Hey, I, I've got a hundred on my, under my belt. I bet I could actually finish it before I retire. Yeah. And then it was, maybe I could finish it before I'm 50. And now yeah. I'm like, you know what, maybe next year I'll be done. <laughs> oh, wow. That's yeah, so yeah, it's awesome. And, and one of the things you do um, on um, Traveling Epic is that you're, you know, you're, you're journaling, you're talking about it, you're taking pictures, you're giving sort of recommendations and, and sort of how you feel about being in places and stuff. How did, how did the blog yeah, start? Yeah, so it, uh, the, the blog itself is when I travel... I see things and I want to capture them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I first started traveling, I traveled with, with, a, with a friend who had a big SLR and yeah. we would take turns using his camera, but ultimately I was using my phone to just capture life, you know, yeah. capturing cultures and people and things. And, and so I wanted to kind of tell that side of the story and kind of give, just share those, some of those experiences. And so a lot of it was, let me take the best, four or five pictures from that trip yeah. and tell a little bit of the story. Um, and so it ends up being just kind of little clips of, yeah. it's, it's, you know, I just want to share and, and inspire. Yeah, absolutely. Like, some people feel like, Oh, social media is about bragging. And it's like, no, 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 I don't want to brag. I want to inspire. I want people to, to look at my trip to the middle East and the fact that I actually went to Syria in December yeah. and have it just blow somebody's mind and them right. say, what in the world? If Joel yeah. can go to Syria, maybe yeah. I can actually go to, maybe I can make that trip to Montana or I can, yeah. I can, you know what? I live in um, Costa Rica. Maybe I can go to Nicaragua. Yeah. You know, in fact, that, that, that actually was a real thing. I was talking to this guy in Costa Rica and he's like, I know you try and inspire and tell people go to a new country or go travel somewhere. Yeah. And he's like, I don't have that kind of money. I'm like, well, Think about it from, from a village perspective or a town perspective. What if you're just trying to meet new people and you're trying to connect with other people? Just just get on a bus and see where that takes you. You know, yeah. like you don't have to have a ton of money. There's so many travelers who who do it through their blog, oh, yeah. uh, finance their trips and right. their videos and you know, what little money you make from YouTube or there's some who make a ton yeah. uh, and just travel infinitely. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not, it's not what they know, you know, it's, it's, mm. it's, it's essentially the formula they've kind of put together mm. of I'm, I'm actually going to take the leap, you know, yeah. a lot of these things. In fact, I think this whole Maven thing is you spend so much time mastering your craft yep. and then you decide, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to put out my shingle or I'm going to take a risk. Yeah. And absolutely people need to get inspired to, to, yeah. to do more and to, to make that leap. And it, it is a little bit intimidating, but guess what? The payoff is so huge and so yeah. rewarding. And you, you, you know, you, you can't even look back. It's like, wow, yeah. how did I get here? Like yeah. if, if, you know, those kinds of things where you say, talk to myself 20 years ago and say, Hey, Joel, do you think that you'll, traveled every country in the world and it's, I, 
I'd, I'd laugh. I'd say that. Yeah. How amazing would that be? Right. I don't have that kind of money. I don't have that kind of freedom. And yeah. I have a, you know, I've, I've actually had a nine to five job yeah. over this last 20 years and, and wow. uh, look, look what's possible. And I think that's, that's, that's what's inspiring. And I hope it inspires others yeah. to do more and to, to stretch. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and there's so many great shows and programs out there. It's like what you're putting out on, you know, traveling epic and then, you know, going on a dollar a day or $10 a day or, you know, there's, there's, there's resources, there's resources now that we didn't have back then on how to do this stuff. There's Hopper and there's, you know, you can watch fairs and get a low price. You know, it's like Erica totally, you know, she, she's all over it too, you know, and she's like, I'm, I'm I'm going to Iceland. You want to go or whatever, you know? And I'm always like, ah, you know, and I've taken her up on some of those things, you know? And so it is one of those, like, and it also doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be far away. I think it's sometimes just you know, how many of the 50 states, if you live in the United States, have you seen, you know, right, and, and right. all of that. So it's, it's just about, I think, also getting outside your comfort zone, you know, and I met a guy who's doing every single national park and he's like on his last one, like right. one, one or two in every, every state he's doing yeah. the national parks or something. Yeah. No, that's so cool. cool. And yeah, I just, I, I really, I've, I've loved watching your journey and, and, and been on some of it with you too, you know, because yeah, yeah. we can be at a lot of similar places. And yeah, I, I think there's, I don't know, traveling makes, gives you more empathy towards the world and we should be and uh, understanding other cultures. And, and, you know, there's a quote that I love from Marion Williamson about, um, you know, not, it's not our job to shrink. It's our job to be a bright light because if you aren't being that light, you're not inspiring other people. And when, why would you put yourself down? You know what I mean? Or, or not do something. And so I think, you know, people see travel as, as glamorous and, I yeah, get that too. Yeah, Cause I travel yeah, all the time and I speak. And so people are like, Oh, this glamorous. And it was like, you know, it, it is wonderful, but you know, humping a suitcase and some of, you know, some of the stuff isn't so glamorous sometimes, but there's a little bit of muscling through it. In fact, I'm my next trip I'm working on right now. I'm uh, traveling into Conakry, Guinea. Okay. And we're going to essentially, and I'm meeting up with a local guy who's a technology personality there in in, uh, Western Africa. He's traveling from Freetown, Sierra Leone to meet up with me. Wow. Okay. And we're going to basically take local transport um, across Sierra Leone Uh, to um, Liberia. Wow. And uh, we're actually going to be doing a technology event in uh, in Freetown. And then we're going to fly to Ivory Coast. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting in four new countries, but you know, it, what's funny is somebody was actually, it started with somebody saying, Hey, when's your next trip? And I'm like, uh, I'm probably gonna go to West Africa next. And he's like, like when I'm like, um, I don't know. Well, let me look at my calendar, see when the next opening is. <laughs> <laughs> I do like to always be planning something. Yeah. It just is, uh, you know, for me, it's, it just gets me super excited and like yeah. people, I'll, people will say, where are you going next? Where are you going next? And, yeah. Or where, where were you last? Tell me right. those stories. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that's super fun. And I love that you're cataloging it. I, I think I remember it's my, my grandfather really never left Bay city, Michigan, mm. but he was an avid watcher of like mutual of Omaha's wild kingdom and some other things. And, and we had a view master. You remember the view masters where you'd stick the, the, and you'd like, flip through and there was one of the national parks and he always said to me, he's like, you know, I know you're going to go all these places. And it was one oh, of those things wow. that inspired me to want to travel because we would talk about what we were watching and, you know, it's just, it's that, it's that good stuff. I think travel is so good and it's so cool that you share it, you know, yeah, that, that yeah. you're sharing it in a way to inspire. So and some, my wife even said in passing a few years ago, she's like, I want to do a safari, not this year, mm-hmm. but, you know, sometime. Yeah. And so, uh, I think it was last year I was like, this is the year we're going to cash in some miles. Yep. And we're taking the family to, um, Serengeti. Oh. And we're going to do it right. Like right. I want to see the crater. I want to see the migration of the wildebeests. Yeah. And, um, the idea was I loved, loved, loved Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. It's, my, it's one of my favorites in Africa actually. Mm-hmm. And so the intention was, 
let's go spend a week in Ethiopia with amongst the tribes in the Omo Valley. And then let's go spend a week in the Serengeti. And I just, I just, there were moments there on that trip where my, uh, my 10 year old was amongst, you know, we were at this little market and, you know, you've got a crowd of probably two, 300 people (laughs) and they've never seen a white person before. Sure. And they were all crowded around my, me and my son and, uh, you know, my, my, my group, my family. And they, um, very, it was almost like we were aliens. They, they came right. up and they would touch our hands right? and, uh, they, they wanted to touch the hair and kind of just petting it really softly and uh-huh. just kind of pinching the skin just lightly. And yeah. sure. It was, it was this moment where it was like, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't pay for a moment like this for my son to be able to learn what it what what it means in terms of differences in people right but also in in the discovery of just understanding the depth of where we've come from where we were yeah being able to see people who live in these straw huts that they 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 built up and uh, you know they have their spears and their bows and arrows and um and these guys had like modified um like the bbs under the skin and the, the the lip puck for the women and like these boar tusk things that hang down from their hair. Yeah. And it was like this, this whole experience of seeing that plus, plus the animals and you see the, you know, and the, the jumping uh, Maasai and that whole trip was just like, so just mind opening in from a, from a perspective Mm -hmm. of being able to understand early man to kind of where we're going and what actually really matters in life. There yeah. were so many layers to this. Yeah. It was really, really fascinating to be able to just kind of yeah. see, see life through these people's eyes. They're not worried about what they're going to do for work today. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Hey, what's on the menu? Yeah, right. <laughs> we got to go hunting. You yeah. Know? How are we going to get it? Yeah, absolutely. They're, they're, yeah. they're operating day to day. Yeah. Um, I, I've had the, the privilege of being able to kind of bring school supplies when I go to Africa. Right. Um, and it actually started with, um, there was once I had a, a big box of pencils. Cause I was like, you know, even when I run out of notebooks and things like this, I, yeah. I can hand out pencils. Well, I, I hand out a pencil mm-hmm. to each kid. And, uh, before long, there's kids fighting over pencils. Yeah. <laughs> right. <Sure. laughs> and one kid has four pencils and some kids have none. Right. And like, it's like, okay. oh man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Life Very shakes good. out like it always does a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much we can yeah. learn, I think, from experiences like that. Yeah, absolutely. That's so cool. Thank you for sharing that with everybody. And it's sure. so nice to take your family and do those things too. You know what I mean? I know you do a lot of solo trips and trips with friends, but... It's everybody, you know, in your life who gets Absolutely. to experience it in different ways. It's super cool. I love it. So you also, um, as well, you have many <laughs> things going on, but you also, um, Joel, let's talk about Joel 365. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Joel, Joel 365 is an effort that I started. Let, let me take you way back. Like this was probably yeah. 10, 10 years ago mm-hmm. where back when I was blogging, Right. I hadn't even monetized it yet. I was still just kind of blogging for right. just for myself. It helped right. me scale. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. How could that really help you scale? Well, it was answering questions. Right. And it was also really helping me build my personal brand without realizing that's what it was right. doing. Yeah. And there were vendors who started saying, wow, we love Joel's channel. You know, we love what Joel's doing with his blog. If Joel can actually post about, um, our upcoming webinar, that would be fantastic. And then it was, wouldn't it be great if Joel could join us on this webinar? Right. In the beginning, it was, it seemed like everybody just does stuff for free. And so I was like, how can I turn this into a model where it's a win-win situation for everyone? Right. So I came up with this idea of, um, the first time even it was, Caligo had approached me and said, hey, we want you to, you know, I was giving, I was doing this favor of kind of just, posting an announcement whenever they were doing their, their blog, their, their webinars. Right. And then I was the, the, the host and I, Christmas was coming up and I said, Hey, um, what if in return for me doing this webinar, you, um, sent me the new guitar hero. 
It's like this is, you know, way back. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and they were like, sure, we'll do that. So in the, in for Christmas under the tree, the big <laughs> present was guitar hero. <laughs> and I was the hero because, uh, yeah, 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 they, yeah. you know, and it, it ended up inspiring my son to get into guitar and, you know, it was cool. kind of yeah. cool how that, that all worked out. But, um, but, but that idea of, it's, it's a win for the community because they're getting more education. So I'm basically sharing with them and then it gives the vendor an opportunity to tiny little commercial at the end where they can just say, and by the way, if you liked that and you understand some of these gaps, here's how we're addressing that gap. And uh, I think a lot of people in the community now understand this idea of these sponsored webinars where we, we, we basically educate, you know, you don't have to always go to SharePoint Saturday. There's people who are in places where they can't physically go right. to an event mm-hmm. and webinars mean that much more to them yep. um, to be able to just get, get educated on some topic. And so basically Joel 365 started out being one where it was like, Hey, when people request for me to, to join them on something mm-hmm. and then now it's evolved into I love infographics. So I'm going to take some concept of whatever their audience needs. I'll build it into an infographic. Right. We'll put their little logo in the corner, my logo in the other corner. Yeah. And here's education for the community. And I'll post that in a blog post. Right. And across my social channels to let people know about the upcoming webinar. And that right. becomes collateral. Yep. That then lives on. And yeah. get, you know, hundreds of thousands of views over time and it and, yeah. you know, still benefits the community who are like, man, a picture is a thousand words. If, I, yeah. if there was just a really good mm. infographic on permissions or on sure. admin or on logic apps or yeah. on models yeah. or, you know, everybody's whiteboarding things. Every time somebody goes to the whiteboard, that's a potential infographic. That's kind of the way I look at it. I agree. I agree. And as well, every single slide deck there's probably one, there should be at least one slide in a, in a PowerPoint that could be turned into an infographic that would be great to share across social media. And it's a great way as well to put your, put your logo on there, put your personal brand on there and share it. Yeah. And it, it becomes, speaking my language. <laughs> it becomes content that people just love to consume. And they, they yeah. it's, it's great for everybody. It benefits everyone. It's a win, win, win. I, I agree. And I, you know, and I think, couple of things to unpack there. I love that term unpack. It's so yeah. <laughs> other than now, um, but I, I, there, there's, there's building your personal brand and then there's like omni-channel marketing or, you know, to me, when I talk to clients and people about stuff, it's like one piece of content, one slide, one, this, one, that should be used like 15 times. Yeah. And and it's like, it's sort of like, I think of it sort of like a head of lettuce. Like you can, you you can, you know, you can, you can peel off the lettuce and put lettuce, you know, chicken cup, you know, a lettuce wrap, or you can slice it up and make it into this kind of salad. But you're always, if, if you're not using a piece of content in a bunch of different ways, then you're just wasting money. I think, you know, absolutely, because everybody consumes differently. You know, some people are Twitter people, some people are Instagram, some people are TikTok, some people like to read blogs, some people love video content. So if you're not taking that one and going with it, then I, I, you know, and to me, that's the best sort of content, digital omni-channel marketing you can do. Also, what I like about what you said is that, you know what, at the end of the day, like, personal brand and um, your reputation and all of those things lead to value, right? Yes, yes. And, and there is a monetary equivalent to value. Yeah. And it's okay to it's okay. ask for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, and there's a lot of things that we all in the community and everywhere people do for free. People volunteer, people give their time, people do all kinds of things, right? But we all also need to pay rent and yeah, you know, put food on the table. On the I've, table got, and, I've got a couple yeah. kids in college. Yeah, right? How are we going to, how are we going to make that work if we yeah. give everything away? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that to me, what you've done with this and the monetization of it, I think is awesome. And I think it's also inspirational to other people to say, Hey, you know what? Value yourself, value, yeah. value the beautiful brain you have Va- value, what you have to say in the world. And it's okay to ask to be paid for that. You know, yeah, yeah. and if you don't ask, then you'll never know when people just th- keep taking things for free from you. And, you know? and there's, there's absolutely a way to turn that value-based pricing of how many leads are they going to get? Right. You know, um, yeah. when I do a webinar, 
Absolutely. There's a, there's a campaign to get that out through email, through social. And then when I actually get to the webinar and I, I I look and I see, Oh wow, there's 500 people who are online or 400 people online. I do so much better because I get inspired by this, this, what I've invested in my time to deliver this it's going to be used. People are going to consume this. People are, you know, one of the, one of the most popular questions that asked on every single webinar is how do I get the deck? (laughs) Yeah. How can I get to the deck or how can I get the recording? Right. And so absolutely part of this is I've got a slide share where there's over 170 decks now of topics I've covered, you know, Mm -hmm. for the past 15 plus years where um, people can go and find stuff I've done. Cause I, it is, value to the community, giving it away. Mm. There's, you know, it's, it's, it's good stuff. And, uh, but, but often you'll find a little logo at the bottom, some vendor benefited as well. Mm. And people, people will choose whether they're going to pick up the phone when they call. Yeah. (laughs) In fact, one of the things I've incorporated is these polls because Mm. I want to, you know, the poll question is going to be, Hey, um, do you have specific needs here? You know, are there services you need or does this product product resonate with what your needs are? Right. Then you're self-selecting even. Yeah. That That way the people who are like, you know what, I was on here just to, just to get an answer to this question or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) You can can opt out essentially as well saying, you know what, I, I, this actually didn't apply because I only needed this other thing. Yeah, Um, absolutely. And that's the beauty of, you know, spam laws and, and, you know, being good about that kind of stuff, which I know you are and I am too, and encourage that with everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, that's exciting. It's so fun. And it's, you know, you have a lot going on, but to me, I understand it one because I have a lot going on, but you know what I mean? But it's like technology informs the traveling and traveling informs the technology and the, you know, the sharing of content with technology and travel and all that stuff, you know, it like, it makes sense that you've got these different platforms that sort of blend and ebb and flow together. Um, Yeah. yeah. And it's like, let's say I am going to an event in, in Chicago. Right. Um, or, or I had work in Chicago. There's, there's, there's two ways to take that. Yeah. You could say, I'm going to go to my hotel room and crash because I'm not working. Right. And then they go back to the, you know, and then they fly home. Yeah. That, what, what kind of life is that? That's not right. a fun, exciting, interesting kind of life. And there's many road warriors that that's the way they do life is sure. they focus on, okay, I guess I'm going to be sleeping in the hotel room. Mm. You're, you know, uh, that's, that's you, you, you talk to somebody, Hey, what did you do this week? Oh, I went to Chicago. Oh, that's cool. Do you see anything? No, I worked. It's like, yeah. well, just because you worked doesn't mean you couldn't go see the bean, yeah. you know, right. yeah. or you couldn't go see a speakeasy or two just to see the, there's so many cool jazz clubs, right? Like, Hey, guess what? You're part of a community. What if you reached out to people in the community who are in Chicago, which I, you know, I'm a big fan of, Hey, who, who's a friend, of friend, or who's a friend here yeah. in this city yeah. who can show me their city. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I I got, when I was in Chicago, I was, I was pinging people, Hey, let's go yeah. out. I want to go see things. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, that networking and community is absolutely a game changer. Like, yeah. in fact, I'll, I'll take you way back. One of my first trips after I left Microsoft, mm-hmm. um, and I did spend like probably 10 years of my life through various, you know, FTE plus contract and so on. When I left Microsoft, I was ready to join this wave of, I want to lead the community. I want to be a leader here. I want to do more. I want to, I want to connect the community globally. Right. And bring people up and, and uh, give more, more people visibility instead of just folks in the U S let's make this a true global community. Right. So I, I posted on my blog and I said, Hey, I'm, I'm traveling to this, this, uh, event. It was a SharePoint conference in, uh, Istanbul and Dubai Okay. Like back in 2008. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, I said, Hey, I'm going here. I don't want to just fly into those events and fly home. I want to go see the world. Should I go to Petra? Should I go to the pyramids or should I go to Jerusalem? And I expected this to be a poll question where people would say, oh, go to Petra or Petra is too dangerous or go to the pyramids. They're so amazing. They'll blow your mind. Instead, what happened, and I think a lot of this happened because of where our community was at. Mo from Jordan says, oh, okay. Angel, come to Jordan 
and I, you can come speak at our user group and we will take you to Petra. Wow. Mind blown. You know, wow. That's so cool. Wow. Yeah. So cool. By the way, he used that as an opportunity to launch the user group, which I didn't know. <laughs> so we met with seven Jordanian guys and, uh, and gals at this, um, at, at this restaurant yeah, and, uh, you know, breaking bread with the community yeah. in Jordan. It was so amazing. And it meant, it was so meaningful to me and to those who were there. Yep. And that wasn't the only blog post answer. This guy from Israel says, and I, cause I did an update. I did a comment. Hey, uh, I'm going to Jordan. Yeah. I'm going to go to Petra. I'm super excited. And this guy from Israel says, Hey, you, you, you know what? Moses stopped in Jordan. The prophet Joel can't stop in Jordan. You need to come to Israel. <laughs> Whoa, this is amazing. And he's like, if you come to Israel, I'm going to hook you up with the user group. You can speak at our user group and we will personally take you to where Jesus walked. And this is a Jewish guy where it's like the community transcends religion, yeah, yeah. politics, all right. this. Yep. Amazing. And absolutely. That all came to pass. It was a fantastic time. Huh. Um, I, I love to tell that story because I later found out that I'd started a thread with yeah. my two guests or my two hosts, uh -huh. not realizing I had a Jew and a Palestinian on the same thread wow. out how they're going to pass me <laughs> across the border. Wow. And that was, that was so, such, so incredible. In fact, yeah. the, the Israeli guy actually met me in the West bank to pick me up. Wow. And, uh, you know, my, my time with the Palestinians ended up being, uh, very memorable as well. We ended up having a couple of SharePoint Saturdays later in Palestine. Wow. Uh, and I was actually able to, um, support Mo his first time being able to go to Jerusalem was oh. when, uh, when he, he came to that Palestine SharePoint Saturday, something that I kind of helped facilitate. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, there's so many stories, so many trips. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I mean, at, at anytime, any, between my theater community, my Burning Man community and my tech community, you know, like, it's like, I'm coming to town and, you know, people are so generous at yeah. meals yeah. at homes and showing you things and just, you know, and, and uh, you know, like Daryl and, um, Lorian stopped here on their way back from Ignite and I took them to the Peterson Museum, you know, and on their way back down under, you know, so it's like, yeah, yeah it's fun when you get those calls and like, hey, I want to see, you know, and you, and you get to show off your city, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. so. And I had the inverse happen. This guy from from Bangladesh was coming to summit okay. and, uh, somehow we connected because I was like, Hey, next time you guys do an event, I want to, I want, I want to connect. Right. And he's like, Hey, Joel, I've never been to California. And so he landed and I, I took him around for a couple of days. And, oh, cool. And then less than a year later, I went to Bangladesh and he was my host. Oh, so kind of cool to like, just makes the world so much smaller. Yeah, it certainly does. Yeah. I mean, Listeners, you know, I think it's one of those things where, you know, I, I geek out about travel and technology all the time, but I, I hope that, you know, there, there's all kinds of options, you know, and leaning into your communities that you belong to, you know, they're there, I think, you know, for everybody. And, and it doesn't Absolutely. have to be tech. It can be all kinds of things, but, you know, it's about taking the step of asking a question and reaching out and wanting to say hello to people. And you do that in Gosh, in so many ways, Joel. Yeah. It's a little bit like crowd surfing. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you remember the first time you went crowd surfing, and maybe a lot of you haven't, the first time, it's very intimidating because you're like, am I too heavy? Is somebody going to catch me? Right. What's going to happen? And so... I've done it a couple times. Most of the time I'm the heavy, you know, I'm, I'm too heavy now, but I, I'm the guy who lifts people up Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it is very much a faith promoting experience of guess what? People are going to support you and help you yeah, out. And uh, you. it's going to be a mind blowing mind you know, altering, yeah. you know, life changing experience when you start. Cool. It's, it's not unlike anything because yeah. basically you put your trust in the community. You have no idea right. who these people are. Yeah, exactly. And they yeah. have the same passions and appetites you do. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's really cool when, uh, I'm on a number of travel communities as well. There's like mm-hmm. these people who are every passport stamp on Facebook yeah. is uh, a group where it's like, everybody's chasing the 193. Right, right, right. Oh, <laughs> and so, cool. uh, so here's, here's the other people. So I'll, I'll say, Hey, I'm trying to get to Libya or whatever. And people will chime in and give you Hey, here's who I used and here's the fixer and that's cool. You might want to come in this way, not that way. Right. Right. Oh, that's avoid the spot. Yeah. We help each other out. Oh no, totally. It's, it's, it's lovely. That's for sure. So, and so your current role, yeah, your job, job, if you will, my nine to five, um, your nine to five, <laughs> you're a director at Proficient. Yes, that's that's correct. Yeah. Proficient is a great company. I have many friends there and family that have worked at Proficient. So lovely company. Yeah. Yeah. So Proficient, I had um, Blizzard was an incredible ride. Yeah. They, they ended up laying off a bunch of people and mm-hmm. yeah, we can hold it against them. But <laughs> but um I I did kind of an independent thing for a while, but I always knew that I was probably going to end up um, trying to find somebody who supported my goals and align them with their goals. And um, these Chris Hines from Mm -hmm. Proficient, who's a general manager over the Microsoft practice, basically Mm -hmm. all up the main guy for the Microsoft stack. he, He basically, he called me up and we were talking about it and he had basically painted this picture of we could really use an evangelist we could use somebody who could tell our story we need a right. storyteller we want somebody who will go and speak at events and you know improve the community share the message and tell some of our stories about what we've done it's like we've done some really herculean herculean things mm-hmm. and we've got these great case studies that sit on our website right. but we really want the community to hear these stories yeah. and uh, wouldn't it be great because what's funny is you've got this chasm between marketing and IT and this tech, even the t- consultants and the technology group where they're trying to be billable, you know, right. every hour of the day, they're trying to hit their, their number mm-hmm. and whether that's 70 or 80% or whatever, they're trying to hit their number. And obviously right. the higher the number, yeah. better the bonus or whatever. Then you've got the marketing folks over here who are trying to share the message yep. and they've got their budget and they're sponsoring the baseball game or they're, they're, yeah. they're doing some, Hey, well, let's do our content calendar and let's do so many webinars and right. they reach out and the consultants are like, well, I'm not, I'm not, re- I'm not reimbursed to, to do that. I mean, there's not a lot of incentive for me to go, to go do that. Right. And so I, I sit in this kind of unique position where I can say, Hey, people who are working on this, mm-hmm. I'll work it out with their manager. Right. I can essentially fill in some of the gaps and uh, connect them with marketing right. and it creates a bridge between marketing and, and the technology. That's so awesome. I sit in this kind of interesting position. Yeah, that's a very cool position. And yeah. you're coming to us today from where I know, but tell everybody. I am in Oceanside, California. I know. In I paradise. A, I have a yeah. big heart for Absolutely. Oceanside. So yeah, as you know, my family has is down there usually for a month every year and um, so, and we, so Simeon and I actually went with Joel yes. and, and we did a surfing lesson in Oceanside. God, it's been like what, four or five years ago now, maybe. Yeah. I bet it was four or five. Yeah. Maybe five years. Like, yeah. Yeah. I love Oceanside. The temperature is so perfect. Yeah. And the, it's the longest pier in California. Yeah. The boardwalks are great. There's a really nice Harbor and Marina and yeah you know, people are always coming on their vacations to this area. So it's, yeah. it's fun to, to run into people who are headed down this way. And yeah. anybody who's listening, who's ever like, Hey, uh, I wonder if Joel would, bo- would be bothered if I, you know, gave him a ring. Mm-hmm. I love doing those little lunches or yeah. catching dinner with people. Yeah. Um, I do too. Yeah. You know, ne- people should never feel like I'm inaccessible. I am probably one of the most accessible people in the community. Like seriously, like no barriers, no holds barred. If you have questions or you want to ask me something, yeah, I think that is really important. Like transparency, like really like ask me, like yeah. let's connect. Yeah. We're going to put all your stuff in the show notes. So they'll be able to connect with you every awesome. way possible. So that'd be That's great. great. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. So I can't wait to come down and visit again. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so last question, um, that I ask everyone, uh, so I'm very interested in 
what sparks us and moments in our lives. And I love having our guests share with our listeners. If you can pinpoint a moment, it could be a person, it could be an experience, it could be a book, a book I, whatever. Um, and you probably have more than one, but what is a spark or a moment that you can point to that you're like, this brings me to who I am and where I am today in this very moment. Something that you could share with us. Yeah. So, um, one of the, one of the things that kids say these days is woke. (laughs) And I think that this idea of really being awakened and uh, kind of being very conscious about, um, who I am and what I'm doing. And, uh, it's, it's really the, the thinking outside the box kind of thing for me. Like mm-hmm. I, I like to imagine as if I'm supposed to do big things in this life. Mm. I'm not supposed to live a monotonous life. I'm actually, this, this life is one where my destiny is to do great things and big things. Mm. And, uh, so I try and line up my um, my my aspirations and uh, grow. It's like, you know, when I was in college, it was like, oh, what am I going to do when I grow up? You know, I'm, these kinds of things. And it's like, well, I've learned that it's not one thing. Yeah. I've learned that it's it's a continuous evolution, a continuous experience of I'm. I may not know the answer to that, but I do know what feels good. I know what's right. Yeah. I know that I, I know what I like, like travel is a good example of something where I know I can take these experiences with me and right. I'm going to have these for the rest of my life. Where if I have a truck, that truck is eventually going <laughs> to not, yeah. you know, not, not, <laughs> maybe it won't be like uh, Todd Clint's um, firebird. <laughs> yes, but, yes. <laughs> um, for me, there's things that, that come and go and, right. but the things that, that last are relationships. Yeah. The, the, the experiences last. Mm-hmm. And so I try and collect experiences. I try and really make, make deep, more meaningful connections. And I try and get to that next level with people. Like I want to connect and find their real selves just because yeah. just like I want to be able to, to be able to share who I really am. Yeah. And, um, I think that, that idea of I'm, I'm, I'm woke and I'm looking for other woke. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm trying to help people get out of that. It's it's a rat race. There's the hamster wheel and anything I can do to help people get off of that hamster wheel and say, you know what, you're bigger than this. You're better than this. There's more you can be doing in this life. Yeah. And that's the whole thing about getting inspired. It's like, um, I was on a, on a plane with a mailman and he's like, there was somebody in the office who was talking about hiking Kilimanjaro. And he's like, guess what? I just went out and did it just to spite that person. (laughs) And I was like, wow, "Wow, that is super cool. (laughs) Um, I love that idea of, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be watching the, I'll be flipping through the national geographic and I'll be like, there i want to go there yeah and i'll make it happen you know it's like it is not accessible any dream is absolutely possible you're reading in a magazine you're reading in a book you're like oh wouldn't it be great to go to timbuktu guess what i'm i know the guide there i can help (laughs) you out (laughs) i love it you know nothing is impossible and uh absolutely go out and live life and realize it and uh, connect with it. Yeah. Um, I love it. All possible. Yeah. I I love it. It's like the quest for being authentic and authenticity in yourself and others and being inspired and learning from it, you know? Absolutely. It's like, what is this life about? Well, this life is, is absolutely a test. I don't care what kind of religion or faith you have that comes into this, but imagine that we are here and the thing that we should be doing is trying to live life to the fullest. I'm not talking about taking drugs or whatever. I'm talking about how can we accomplish what we can only dream up. Right. Yeah. And uh, that, that resonance of bigger dreams and um, more amazing, you know, you're, you're, 
you can do it. Yeah, you can <laughs> do it. Don't, don't let anybody else tell you that you can. <laughs> I love it. Just do it. Just do it. I know. I'm all fired up. I might go run around the block, although it's outside. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, thank Life's you. Short. Come on. Yeah. Let's 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 just do it. You know what? Mm-hmm. One of the things um, I'm very happy about is I was able to do Cuba with Tom, our friend Tom. Oh, you know, I, 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 in yeah. terms of things he did in his life, that was probably one of the, the moments where he really was out of the box. Yeah. And I, I I just felt really, really, really happy to be able to share that moment with him. You know, it's yeah. like. I love being able to take somebody who lives in this nine to five world, who their, their big trip for the summer is going to the next state over or visiting their, their parents or whatever and saying, Hey, let's go somewhere. I'm not talking Hawaii. Let's go to Samoa. Let's go to the Philippines. Think, think, think big. Where would you go if you could go? And let me help you make that happen. Right. Ah, you dreamer. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's awesome. I'm all like, yay. <laughs> uh, so good. Yay. Um, and yeah, thank you. Uh, Joel was just mentioning our, our, our friend and, and colleague, Tom Castiglia, who passed away about a year ago um, yeah. this last week. And we were all down at the office, 365 SharePoint Saturday and talked about him and uh, we all miss him very much. And, uh, so love to Martha, his wife and family as well. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you shared that with him. That's pretty cool. So, and I I think that's, that's the thing is life is short. So what are the things that we can do to be able to share memories with, with our family? It's like, if, if I just go to work and come home, my kids are going to just watch tons of TV. Yeah. Obviously you, you got to turn that TV off, but you know, what's better than turning the TV off and saying, go play outside. It's, Hey, let's go camping. Yeah. You know, let's, let's go on a road trip. Right. Yeah. Let's go. Let's look at flights. Guess, <laughs> guess where you can fly hundred bucks. Yeah. You can fly. In fact, this is a real one. I was just looking this week. Okay. You can fly all the way. One way, but you can fly all the way to Bali for, it was $266 this week. Wow. Um, not okay. saying it is right now, but round trip, I found it for 700 bucks, like just recently. Wow. Guess where I'm going for, for my uh, 25th year anniversary. Bali? Bali. Ah! Yeah. Right. Yay. It's one of my favorites in the, yeah. in the whole world. That's so awesome. Love, love, love it. Very cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I could talk to you for like another four hours. <laughs> I know. I know. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Can I just say thank you? And like, you got me all like hyped up and I'm pretty hyped up anyway. So thank you for that. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Definitely. No, thank you for sharing all of that and travel and personal brand and the technology and you know, what you're doing with Joel 365 and traveling Epic. It's really, it's very it's all very epic, my friend. So thank oh, you. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. It's, it's great to be on here and talk to your listeners and yeah. your viewers. Yeah. Um, I think, I think this is actually the, an, another good example of things that I like doing is things that can amplify my message and my story. Sure. It's like, don't be afraid to tell your story. You know, there, I think there's, there's people out there, the haters who will say, Ah, you're just bragging or, Hey, you're so into yourself. Right. You, you have to just like push through that stuff because it's garbage and it's not helpful. So much of our story needs to be told. It's, it's, there's absolutely this kind of self-fulfilling prophecy. If we see ourselves as someone that people need that, that, that our, our message will inspire and enlighten them and, and bring them up. Yeah. It absolutely can do that and, and will do that. Absolutely. Um, I, and the, the more we tell it, the better our message will be and get more honed. And yeah, uh, the more we practice, the more we more say it practice. out loud. Absolutely. You your voice, own your yes. voice, you know? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, you're your passion your and go live it, man. Yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, that burning desire, right? So absolutely. That's so fun. Got to get that kindling going. Yeah. And uh, build the fire, find the other people who have that same fire and just going to build that bonfire and go do something. Yeah. Um, find, find a friend who will go do it with you, you know? 
Absolutely. Love it. Yeah. You're the best. It's so always. So I know you are. It's so good. It's I thank you for being in my life. It's great. So, and thank you. For- I appreciate you. Oh, yeah, yay. Yeah. So, super awesome. All right, Joel. Thank you. You're amazing. Thanks. Thanks. I really appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Well, everyone, that has been another episode of the Mavens Do It Better podcast. Yes. And here is to another beautiful day on this big blue spinning sphere. Thanks, everyone. The original music on this podcast was created by Jesse Case.